Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the services they provide. In this episode of Conversations with the Shaman, Coyote Thunderhawk speaks about water and keeping ourselves purified from the impurities of the outside environment. Enjoy. All right. Water. Wow. We need it. We need it. We need it more than anything. I've gone four days without water. And it can have an influence. Now, I chose to go those four days without food and water. And I've done that a few times so that I can prioritize my other faculties of self. Because when you subject your body to your mind, and then you subject your mind to your soul, and you subject your soul to that great omnipotent divine God, then you know what? Hey, you're allowing yourself to prioritize your focus and you're allowing yourself to train yourself that you can overcome the psychology that usually says, wow, I'm thirsty. Wow, I need something to drink. But the thing is, you've got to think, what is it that I'm putting into my body? What am I putting into this temple? I've got to take care of this. You know what? I'm going to be 56 at the end of this month here. Halloween's my birthday. I turn 56 years of age. And you know what? All I want to do is get greater and better and more of everything in physical, mental, emotional, spiritual faculties. So I have to keep fueling myself and doing things all the time to do that. Water is essential. It is the life-giving force. You've got to pray as much for the water already that you are as you are praying for that water coming out of your tap. We've got water coming out of our taps everywhere, and we run to the service station and drink soda, 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 alcohol, 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 all these things. Remember to prioritize yourself. Think about that for a minute. Just stop. Think. Wow. What am I doing to myself? Why do I feel this? I don't feel good. I need energy. I'm going to go get another sword. I need energy. I need energy. No, what you need to do is stop the ways you're going about doing things and do it in a way that's really going to give yourself the edge in your life every day. Water, man. Tape that piece of love. You've got to think, man, I love myself. I love myself so much. I'm going to do anything and everything to take care of this. The only thing that I have. Because, man, everything else can be stripped from you and you're left with this. How are you taking care of it? I'm not going to be one of those people that is sick and in bed for six months and on so much medication and not drinking enough water and then finding themselves at one of these recovery centers that I speak at and and I just wonder why. They're older than I am. They're younger than I am. They're all these different ages. You know, even young kids now, it's amazing to me. We've just got to stop. Think about what's going on. Okay. Whoa. Wow. Settle down, Winfield. Huh? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Feel it. 
Feel it. Get excited about your life. Oh my gosh, you want to be walking around like this every day. Oh my life. Oh, it's hard. Oh my gosh, I don't feel good. Oh, I better go to the doctor. Oh, this, that, and the other. Oh my goodness. 1989, I went to work for a wilderness youth therapy program. The very first program that I started working with. That's where I could go get paid for doing things that I loved and be able to help some kids make some adjustments in their life. And I'm telling you, it was kind of interesting because when these kids are so-called acting out and these leaders are so-called doing their best to assist these kids... But they're saying, hey, don't swear like that. Don't say those bad words. Put a rock in your shoe. And we're hiking 20 miles a day. And the kid's getting blisters. And they're trying to teach him a lesson. Whoa, that's wrong. Punishment, 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 punishment. I'll tell you what. When I was in that same program, the field director coming out. And there was this young man that was pretty good at thieving. He would take people's food. He would take this. He would take that. He would take that. And so then this field director's coming out and he's saying, okay, well, I'm going to take your bedding. Well, this is December. We're in eight degree weather. You know what? I quit that program because I couldn't understand how do you help young people come to better places in their life by just punishing them and making it harder and harder and harder. And especially when you've got these staff members, these leaders, and when they're not around these kids, they're throwing out the swear words like crazy. Well, let's push some rocks in their shoes too. No. Okay, that might be how we feel. But how do we stop these negative cycles of impurity? Okay, see, I'm talking about purifying, purifying, purifying. Okay, you've got to drink clean and pure water. You've got to cleanse and purify your temple. This physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual temple. You have to in order to feel good. Do you want to feel good? I do. I like feeling good. I like it. Does it look like I need to go get a freaking Pepsi to get some energy? No, I don't need that. Okay. But yeah, sometimes it's kind of fun to have a little soda pop or you go somewhere and they're like, Hey, have some root beer, you know, things like that. So you've got to be able to balance your life. Woo. Wow. Okay. Sometimes when you're young and you you don't know what it's like to be a parent, it's hard to have the ability to understand a parent's perspective. So young people might be like, God, oh, mom, dad, why are you telling me to do this and do that? And why are you on me? Why are you on me like that? And Maybe it's just because they love you and they care about you and they want the best. And maybe they don't know ways to go about it to really set you up for success. So with my children, it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad I learned all these things before I had children. Wow. Drink lots of water. Pure water. Make it good. Pray for your water. Like I said, you've got to love yourself. We're made of this water. We're made of these elements. We're that same electromagnetic energy that can be influenced by a thought form. Man, you think it. You think it. I want pure water. Okay, You got to think it. Wow. Wow, I'm this water inside. I've got to love myself. 
I don't want dis-ease coming in. I don't want ailments. I don't want illness. I don't want sickness. I don't want those things, okay? I've had enough of that in my life. Wow. And nobody told me about all these things. I'm glad I learned all of this in wilderness survival so that I could take it home in real life in that way so that I can empower myself so I can be this example to my children and to others so that then, because one time I was at a conference, an ecclesiastical conference, and I heard this guy say, you know what? There's three ways to be a good a good example, a good leader. He said, the greatest way to lead is, number one, by example. Number two, by example. Number three, by example. That stuck with me. Wow, I better be that example and live the way if I want somebody else to take it serious, you know, I mean, it's like when Gandhi, all right, some woman came to Gandhi and she brought her little boy and she says, hey, Gandhi, tell him to quit eating sugar. And he says, hey, come back in two weeks. She's like, what? So she comes back in two weeks and he looks at that little boy and he says, hey, stop eating sugar. She said, why didn't you say that when we were here before we had to walk a long ways? And he said, well, I was eating sugar. Think about that. Man, parents, leaders, all these people out there saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. But just like I was talking about those leaders in that wilderness youth program, you know what? They're not being the example of it. So if you want someone to do something different in your life, all you can do is be the example. So go in and make the change in yourself. Tape love all over yourself. Give yourself the power that says, wow, I'm something magnificent. You know what? Maybe, you know, you don't have all of the physical faculties that someone else does. There was a gentleman that I had spoken to and it was kind of hard because he had his leg amputated and he loves the outdoors and he's like crying and he's like I don't know what to do this changed my whole life and I said well you can get around okay right and I said you can go outside right you've got a grass yard outside and he says God I just love being under the stars and I said well you can go out back and when it's dark outside on a clear night why can't you lay on your back out there like that and just be like wow this is beautiful you don't have to have that leg to feel the gratitude. Yeah, it sucks for him. Man, he cried and we hugged. And it was empowering to me. And I'm like, wow, I'm so thankful. But how do we overcome the situations that we find ourselves in? When you think about water. There's water everywhere. There's more than enough. Hey, be careful. Don't, we've got to conserve water. We've got to conserve water. No, we just need to be aware about how to love and appreciate and give thanks for the water. Help change the molecular structure of the water by that thought image. Do it to yourself first. 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 You are first. Put yourself first. Make yourself powerful. Drink, 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 water, water, water. Man, I drink about a gallon of water a day. That's a lot of water, but I feel good. And you know what? Then when I, if I drink a Pepsi, it's not going to have all that influence and go through my body and absorb the water out of my body that I need to the degree it would if I wasn't drinking enough water. Now, ideally, it would just be great if we could just live 
clean and pure from the elements of the earth. That's all there used to be. We didn't get a walk into the wilderness and say, oh my gosh, what kind of water do I want today? Do I want Dasani? Do I want flavored? Do I want this, that, or the other? We don't have the options out here like that. It's just water. Water. Man, I've been able to drink pure water. You imagine right here, if, I, if you could imagine a sandstone wall and a grotto of sandstone. And man, just like a water fountain, water's pouring right out of a crack out of this rock. And I can just go right over and I can drink that pure water right out of that. Man, that's wonderful. Think about that. How would you like your children as a parent to be able to drink your pure water if you're being that example and you're just exuding purity and you're living the way they can't help but partake of that pureness. They can't, they can't help it. And then you know what? All of a sudden, they've got their own water bottles and they're, they're filling up their water bottles and they're getting in the habits of drinking the water. You've got to change your habits. You've got to change the way you think. You've got to change the way you speak. You've got to change the way you feel. You've got to change the way you behave, the way you act. I'm always talking about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, thoughts, words, feelings, actions. And I'm always talking about cooperation, honor, respect, and trust. And I'm always talking about water and shelter and fire and food that's my will of life that's what sets me up for success all the time wow it's just beautiful think about it think about it think about it we live in a most beautiful world and yeah there's a lot of horrific going on out there it's going on everywhere and how are you supposed to be thinking about purifying your water when your whole life just got taken out by a hurricane or by a tornado or maybe you're, you know, in the middle of an onslaught of some mass shooting. I don't know, man. It's going on all the time. Things have been going on for a long, long time. So we've got to be able to separate all of that. Think about it. If I let, if I have my imaginary filter around me, everything that's coming through has to be filtered through this spiritual arena that I set up around me so that when it's coming to me it's pure and I can look at it and say hey you know what the way that I perceive this is this way so what's sad I'm going to go back to that story that kid out in the wilderness the little thief and then here's that field director and he's saying I'm taking this from you wow okay so is that the way to do it hey you're stealing so I'm going to steal from you hey you stole again so I'm going to take more I'm going to teach you a lesson wow well you know what few months after I left that program and what's interesting and these kids were only supposed to be out there it was a 63 day program three sections of 21 days each they would start at ground zero then they would move up to another section and then up to another section and then they would graduate and usually go home that kid was out there 200 something days and he died unnecessary suicide unnecessary giving up unnecessary what if somebody were able to go to that kid and just say, man, you must feel real bad. You must really be thinking. Tell me what you're thinking. What are you thinking? Why, why is it that when you look over there and you see that kid eating those raisins that you're thinking, man, I want those raisins? Well, it's probably because somebody kept taking his. I don't know. What is it that he grew up with? I don't know. But it's never too late to make the adjustments. Never. I wish I would have brought this little paper, this documentation. 
because in 2013, I went into the doctor to see how I was doing. I had some pain in my body and I thought, wow, I guess I'm going to go get checked because after three hip replacements and other things and having my shoulder reconstructed and just kind of feeling a few things, I went in and this doctor said, hey, you know what? You need to have your hip replaced by the end of this year. And if you don't have your soul, your shoulder reconstructed right now, it's completely irreparable. I didn't like hearing that again. I thought, why did I come here again? Well, I'm glad I went there because he told me some things. And I have it. It's documented. It's printed out. The set, irreparable. Does it look like it's irreparable? I never went back again. Now, I'm not saying that that's the way that you need to go, but that's what I chose. That's what I did. And I have made myself do things every day, all the time. I don't plan on going back in and having other surgeries. I plan on this temple becoming cleaner and purer and cleaner and purer and cleaner and purer. Okay? I'm filtering all those things out. I'm not going to hear other people telling me, hey, you need to do this and that and the other. Now, I might listen to that, but discern the truth. Filter the truth. Filter the truth. You want it purer. I want to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask Coyote Thunderhawk, please email me at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. Also, remember to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the great services. You have been listening to Coyote Thunderhawk in conversations with a shaman. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell, and we will see you on the next Inside the Raven's Eye. Much love and God bless.